The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Great Cup tickets for you to win coming up on the show. Plus, Morley Scott will be joining us on around 420 as usual time for a Great Cup reports. Special reports from him all week. Looking forward to it. Exciting. What time? 418. 418. Okay, well, that's a good time for those. Uh, hey, do you remember last week uh, there was an article out and it was uh, a, a collection of various police forces and police chiefs talking about um, how many people have been charged with yeah. impaired due yep. to cannabis uh, after October 17th. And it turned out in a nutshell um, that most of the programs and uh, big ticket events were had found more drunk drivers than they'd found. There was no appreciable increase in mm-hmm. those using cannabis being charged or being found in operation of a motor vehicle. So, and that's good news, right? Because that Absolutely. was a fear people had that, yep. you know, uh, suddenly everybody's going to, you know, be stoned to driving. So what the police forces from across the country are saying, well, no, it's about, it's pretty much the same as it's always been. So there's no been, been no increase. Uh, but now one of the other things, uh, and again, this is an Ipsos uh, poll, looking at where people are buying their cannabis from, because you'll remember one of the arguments of the federal government and province, for that matter, too, was that we'll put an end to the black market. And that's one of the biggest yep. advantages of legalizing cannabis. So the question becomes, well, have you done that so far? And the answer is apparently a resounding no. And that has to be as a result of... The well, shortages, right? It's been a month in, and with the shortage, it's, exactly. it's been one month in, and with the shortages, um, yeah, that's that's going to play a huge role in it. I know Chedville. We get texters saying, "Hey, why why am I going to go and buy uh, through Alberta Cannabis or through a store when it's double the price or triple the price what I get from my regular guy?" So yeah, I'm going to stay there. But mm-hmm. well, at the risk of sounding like we normally do on this topic. But I think what happens is it's people who are new to it who want to try try it who are <laughs> That's going, right. going to, you know. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, the poll suggested uh, 28% of you used an online government-run website, 28% used government-run stores, 22% visited licensed privately-run mm-hmm. stores, 16% shopped at licensed privately-run websites, and a whopping 35%, or almost a third of you, just stuck with their old non-government-approved and, dealers. And really, does that surprise you? Not a bit, because, I, no, and again, I'm not a cannabis no. guy myself, but there's no judgment here. But if your dealer has a particular strain that you just love... You're getting the same stuff, you know, your BC Gold... No, sorry. <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is, nothing, yeah. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I can if see... you're getting it, you know what you're getting, exactly. and you're getting it for that price, and yeah, you're going to stick with that. And as far as... Uh, and I know an analyst who looked at the um, stuff said the same thing, but that's what jumped out at me too. One of the complaints was that the price was too high at these stores, right? And of course, it has to be competitively priced if you want to get rid of the black market. But you have to weigh that up with a, a grain of salt because nobody's ever going to complain the price is too cheap. Or a bag of Cheetos. Right. <laughs> you can't, like if you were to say right now, if you were to, everybody who's ever bought liquor in the last, yeah. say, two weeks mm-hmm. from a liquor store uh, were to be asked, do you think the price is fair? I, I, who's going to answer? No, I, I think it should be more expensive. Yeah. Right? I, I really like it when the superstore has my wine that I usually like <laughs> exactly. to buy for half price. Exactly. Oh, I wonder if there's going to be sales on cannabis down the road. <laughs> Once they get it. Once they have enough supply. 
Who knows? Yeah. But you know, there was one other fellow, and I remember this clear as clear as 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 the day it happened. It was October seventeenth. We were talking about it and said, "Well, why?" Someone said, "Well, why would I stop going to my dealer?" It's exactly what uh, uh, I know him. I know what I'm getting. That sort of stuff. But we had a text that came in and said, "You know why?" He says, "I'm going to stop going to my dealer because every time I go to my dealer, I, it's a little sketchy. You're just not a hundred percent sure. Um, there was the the concern about any of the criminal." aspect, that sort of it. He says, so yeah, he says, I'm totally, he or she, whoever was, mm-hmm. it was a guy, who said, absolutely, I'm going to start going to the stores. Absolutely. Well, well that's good. I mean, from a, you know, 60-year-old middle-class guy, again, for the hundredth time, I wanted this legalization to help balance mm-hmm. the provinces mm-hmm. and and, gover- and federal government's books. I wanted uh, this to be a revenue source. Yep. And I'm also happy to have the black market dissipate because it's a black market. It's, it's you know, generally speaking, the extent of the criminal connections is usually, mm. it goes beyond just selling, a, you know, cannabis. Boy, I had a hard someone time getting te- that whole sentence out. Someone texted in and said, have you seen the wasteful packaging? No I wonder have. the high cost. And we talked about that on the show and um, because someone I know had bought... An individual, because you can buy, like, individually um, already rolled joints. Mm. And they showed me the packaging that that. came in. And, you know, between the cardboard box, a couple layers of that, and then the plastic tube. We talked about it. It looked like a test tube um, that the the individual joint was inside, then wrapped in plastic. It, it was it was dramatic, but actually. But you know why? You know why? Again, and, and feel free to disagree with me, Jedville. Feel free because it's government. Because government comes up with a thousand regulations and ideas for it how they can to do have this. this have yeah, this, have this, have right? This. So it has to have a warning label, and yeah. it should have uh, two layers of packaging, and it has to be able. And, and they come up with all these ideas, and it's just planting a tree all over yeah. again. They, you know, the average person would go out, dig a hole, and put a tree in it. Yeah. You know, but you get government involved. It's like, well, no, we better get I, fifteen crews. I'm, right. I'm, Same thing here. I'm quite surprised about the plastic tube, <laughs> the plastic tube that holds the one joint. I, I, I really am. I just thought, well, well what are you going to do with that? Yeah, it, the messaging is wrong, right? Can I take because it back and just, you know, yeah. can, and can you take it back and just have the joint? You, you back should be able it? to, like, you t- you know, take back yeah. empty beer bottles and get a refund for them, right? Because it, it's just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just, uh, uh, there's two different messages. We're being told by our federal government that we need to reduce mm. our carbon footprint, mm-hmm. that we need to stop filling landfills, and we need to stop wasting things, and that we should pay for that. Well, hey, let's plant, ban straws, plastic straws. Exactly. So we're getting all this messaging. Yeah. And uh, then at the same time, the one thing that they're responsible for, you know, not the one thing, but this thing that they're responsible for has all this waste associated with it. It's like you got to, you know, if it were private enterprise that were doing it, solely uh, doing the packaging, it would be the government that would step up and say, this is ridiculous how much you're wasting. The same as they stepped up and said, you know, restaurants should stop using plastic straws. You should stop. You're wasting far more. Just get your, you know, industrial size box of Ziploc baggies. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know what? And and listen, I'll just add this to the conversation and leave it there. Do you know when somebody hacks into a, you know, a huge computer network, one of the first things oftentimes happens is they hire the hacker. Mm -hmm. Like just, okay, we'll suspend charges and not pursue this. If you'll show us how you got in and then help us secure our network, right? 
like, you know, all these guys who were making money on the side, you know, if, if selling whatever they were selling at the time, aren't those the experts on this? Like, why, why wouldn't you, rather than, rather than say, we want to make sure those people are not involved in this process at all, wouldn't you be like, we want to make sure those people are involved well, in this process? And then just, you know, think about the packaging that um, the edibles. And, oh. You know, whether or not What's you can just go in like? and buy them, like, uh, like at, a, individually. At, a, at a bakery, right, and <laughs> yeah. just put it in a box, or is it going to be, you know, how 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 is the packaging looking on that? It'll, this, uh, hey, it's all it's all still brand new, I get yeah. that, but it's been, uh, it's been interesting to watch it roll out, but we, you know, we'd had that guy on, that Rollinson fellow, remember, from a Denver yeah. who helped roll out that plan, and he said, you know, pretty much, he said... Pretty much what you're going through right now is exactly what Denver went through, really? you know, when it happened. Yeah. You know, the shortages, the blah, the mm-hmm. blah, the blah. Um, <laughs> When's edibles rolling out? That's next Sometimes year. Sometimes next it? year. Yeah. yeah. Well, here we go again. Well, we want to get this right the first time. This right. And then we'll maybe have a more educated view of how to get the edibles rolled out. It is funny, though, because, you know, packaging, hasn't that been on everybody's, hasn't everybody talked about wasteful packaging for the last 10 years? And then the government has the most wasteful packaging you can imagine in this rollout. Yes, from fruits and vegetables, all of that. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And haven't we all cursed those plastic containers that whatever electronic device can be? Actually. I tell you, watching my friend try to get into this little test tube thing it was because it, it was wrapped in plastic again and then you needed a knife to yeah. pop off the top who, who's the I makeup mean, good place for the child the child safety stuff i guess but is it sephora do they sell is that the yeah. makeup place yeah well the other day and, and you can't make up stuff like this i almost tweeted it the other day we get this notification something somebody's at the door right and by the time we get to the door they're gone but there's this box and it would be the size of what you would ship a football in so about mm-hmm. you know you can picture the size and it's got carol's name on it right but it's got sephora on the side of the box so i take it down to carol in the office and i'm like oh you got a pack and she's like i'm not expecting anything from sephora and so she opens it up and there's all this crumpled up paper and there's all mm-hmm. this other it was like a lipstick tube it, it was a lipstick tube. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure it was a lipstick tube, but it was the size of a <laughs> lipstick tube. What would you need a box that big? You don't have a smaller box, Sephora. Come on. Smartened up. Hi, Bill. Hey. How you doing? Um, you know, I know it's hard to imagine the government screwing up a packaging deal. It, it's you know, beyond beyond uh, uh, my ability to imagine it. But here's here's my fearless prediction, and it's actually... Apparently starting to come true about 18 months ahead of where I thought it would be. I'm thinking about uh, 17 months from now, uh, the people of southern Ontario who predate European civilization here, who control 30% of Canada's cigarette trade with illegal cigarettes, they're going to own the marijuana, legal marijuana trade with illegal marijuana you know it's that's a valid yeah that's a valid point right because that's what happens in a free market what happens is you look for a weakness in your competitor and then you go after it and there's a huge weakness right now in the in the government's handling of legalization of cannabis and some uh, you're right and their network's already set up they're ready to go I saw that I expected I'd see the first news story about it about uh, late uh, early 2021 actually 
I saw the first news story about it two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did laugh. <laughs> Bill, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, take it easy. And apparently, thanks to Chadville, I now know that those um, little test tubes that the individual joints come in mm-hmm. are called dube tubes. Dube tubes. Dube tubes. Now, is that the official name for them? Dube I mean, tubes. it's a great name, but... That's what Chadville just said. Okay, well, I'm going to go with that. Although I imagine there was no committee meeting held anywhere at any level of government where... We're going to call them dube tubes. Yeah, where they referred to them officially as dube tubes. But... And I think you could probably put more than one in there. <laughs> could you? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jay. Andrew. I don't know that there's anywhere to go with this, but this made me really laugh, and I think maybe our listeners will find it funny as well. So there was a study, and I'm not sure why they Mm. do these kinds of of studies, but Stats Canada did a report, and they, you know, it's one of those, you see these from time to time, and I always assume that these agencies just run out of things to study, and so they go, well, what about happiness, or, you know, like that kind of thing, right? So there's this Stats Can report that took a look at who are the happiest people yes. in Canada, mm-hmm. and they identified two distinct groups. And this really made me laugh out loud. The two distinct distinct groups are women over the age of 70. Yeah, and yeah. there's there's a basis for this. Stats Canada has come up with an explanation for why that would be. But it's the two groups are women over, over 70 and teenage boys. Yeah. So... An odd combination, these are boys ages uh, 15 to 19. So in the case of the women, they say it makes sense. And when you hear their reasoning, it does make sense. Uh, Many of them have raised families and therefore have that support around them that they're they've got family a, a network of friends that uh, financially they've gotten to uh-huh. a point where they're able to afford retirement that uh, basically everything's just rosy like they've completed everything they wanted to complete and now they're enjoying their their uh, you know 70s um, they're oftentimes volunteers more frequently than men. They're in the community. They're connected. Uh, you know, the cat loves them. Like, you know, there's just lots going on for women. So you look at that and go, whether it's true or not true, I can understand why the study would suggest that women over the age of 70 are happy. But why are the teenage boys happy? Well, it turns out, in, in layman's terms, uh, because they don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what the study said as well. They're delusional. hasn't hit them over the head yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because they haven't tried to get a job yet. They haven't tried to get promoted. They haven't tried to buy a house. They haven't, uh, you know, tried to find a mate. They haven't done mm-hmm. a lot of things. So mm-hmm. they're just really dumb and optimistic, which is uh, good on you. But if you have a teenage boy between the age of 15 to 19, it's something to probably think about that maybe you should possibly sit down with them and discuss what the future holds. Or maybe as a parent, you should let them find out. Just let them be happy. Oh, yeah. Let them be. <laughs> let them enjoy the moment, don't you think? I guess. You know, one of the other things, women in their 70s enjoy better health these days than do men in their 70s. Mm. Another reason why they're mm-hmm. happy. So, uh, you know, things are rosy. I'm happy to... I'm happy for Carol, honestly. I read this and went, oh, good, Carol will be okay. I went out uh, on the weekend with uh, a rocking woman in her 70s on Friday night. Like, seriously. Yeah. I'm like, I want your life. She was just, 
She had it all. Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's she was good. she was uh, gorgeous. She was dressed to the nines. She was uh, financially stable. You name it, she had it. I was like, gosh. Well, seventy is the new nineteen-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the forty-seven-year-old woman or the fifty-seven-year-old man. You know what's funny? Man. It's funny when you compare it, because actually the boys, the teenagers, yeah. they were the happiest group. They were even yeah, happier yeah. than the seventy-year-old wow. women. But when you compare girls of the same age, their unhappiness was as a result of uh, concern over where their future wa- would be. No. Uh, employment, like their hormones. I, well, maybe <laughs> it's called hormones. It's like the girls are thinking ahead, like they're planning. At 15 to 19, oh. they're like, you know what? I need to get married by this date, have a baby, this and that. And uh, the boys are like, hey, Hitman Two is out. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.